Hi there, this is Mark, and welcome to Enhancing the Human Experience. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about turning thoughts into things and embodying the idea of the thing you want to have in life. This is very powerful stuff. Before we get into the show, I just want to remind you that if you haven't already picked up Renew or 21 Ways to Radically Enhance the Human Experience, you can do that on my website by signing up to my email list, and then I will send these podcasts and these videos right to you in your inbox, and also send you tools and things that I think will be beneficial to you on your journey. So you can do that at gmarkphillips.com, and it's right there on the front page. You can sign up for my email list, and I've combined the two. I used to just offer 21 ways to radically enhance the human experience, but I've combined them in one email. You get both the downloads. Of course, Renew is the morning ritual that is five steps, takes just a few minutes, and it will help you become more effective and efficient throughout your day because it really grounds you in what I feel is the most important thing. In fact, I did a podcast a while back, just a few episodes ago, talking about connecting with source and aligning with your divinity, putting yourself in harmony with heaven. And this is the idea that the Rainmaker gave us, the famous story by Carl Jung, where he puts himself into harmony with heaven and eventually the rains come. You know, he realizes that the village he had been hired to make the rain for was out of harmony with heaven. And when he put himself in harmony with heaven, of course, the rains come. We can do that as well, and we need to do that. So often in life, we get so far out of alignment from our true nature, from our divine nature, and from being infinite creative beings that we don't create the experiences we want to have in life. And we lose out on that massive benefit we could realize from plugging in to the source. I also want to mention, as you can probably tell, I've got allergies going on right now. So if I squinch my face or sniffle or grab a Kleenex, um, just give me some slack there because I'm, I'm all hopped up on raw honey and homeopathic allergy meds. So trying to get a handle on it a natural way because Benadryl just isn't going to cut it getting the job done. So, all right, so let's get into talking about turning thoughts into things and why this is so important. So whatever goal that you have in life or whatever uh, outcome that you want to realize, what you've got in your vision board, the things you want to be, do, and have in life, A common problem, and I have the same issue myself, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast and something I've been thinking about lately. A common problem is that we human beings tend to try to get there by everything under the sun, by all sorts of ways and means, but we never, or rarely, I should say, we rarely adopt the mindset of stepping into that and becoming that, right? And embodying the thing we want to be and letting that wash over our consciousness and flow through us. And ultimately, we're almost like character actors in the great cosmic play, right? That's the benefit that we human beings have been born with is we get to embody things or we get to identify and make part of our consciousness and which ultimately makes makes us part of our, our imbues our, our state of being with this idea We get to play any story we want. We get to choose our story. We're the writers, producers, directors, and actors of our own story. The problem can be, though, is that when we're trying to live a story that is different from our own, you know, this is the whole nature of life, growth, and expansion, and, and always improving, always being, doing, and having more. The problem is when we're trying to 
get to where we're going and we're not being that person, it always eludes us, doesn't it? It just stays one step ahead of us or we try so hard, try and try and try from a state of consciousness and a state of being that is lacking that quality or essential nature we're going for or that that thing, right? It's lacking that, and so we wonder why we never get there. Well, the reason we never get there is because we're not embodying that quality. We're not living in the end like Neville Goddard talks about. We're not stepping into the story of us being in that way and doing those things. <clears throat> so when we do that right from the get-go, we're going to have a lot more success. And that's one of the things that I talk about in my book, Just Be It. It's like making a, a claim when you wake up in the morning <clears throat> of the person you want to be, do, and have, or the person you want to be, the things you want to do, and who you need to be, and what you need to be, and then stepping into that every moment of the day. But if we think of ourselves as coming from where we're at, and we don't have those things, right? Those are our goals and our dreams and our objectives, and the whole reason they're goals is because we don't have them yet. We haven't attained them yet. But the way to get them is to assume that we have them and to play the part of having them. Now, this doesn't mean faking it, right? It's not, you're not going to misrepresent yourself or you're not going to like, you know, come across as an inauthentic person or ingenuine, but in your own consciousness, you have to think of yourself as being that person, of doing those things, of already having that. Because operating from a, from a place of not having it, <clears throat> excuse me, operating from a place of not having it will keep you in that place of not having it. And you've probably seen this in your own life or in the lives of people around you. And you know, it's a lot easier to see when other people are creating the same situations and circumstances than when we are, right? It's harder to look at our own selves. It's easier to, to assess where other people are at. And if you do it from an educational standpoint of helping yourself and ultimately them get what they want, then it's a beneficial, it's a beneficial practice. But we can see where people constantly stay in the loop of creating the same experiences over and over again because ultimately they never step outside of the story they're telling themselves, the things they identify with, and what they're being on a daily basis. This is the practice, you know, behind cultivating the state of being that even lots of successful people talk about. Tony Robbins has a whole bunch of information on it. You know, he starts every day by starting and creating a state of being that's going to help him be really successful. If you look at the morning rituals of a lot of successful people, they all do something similar to that. They're building up their state of being in a way that's focused and deliberate so that they can show up in the world and do the things necessary to push their goals and dreams, to push closer to their goals and dreams, or attract them or create them, however you want to look at it. But I want to share a story with you about just how powerful this is and how we can turn thoughts into things. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're doing is turning the thoughts into things. What you want is a, is a thing, and it's an idea, it's a concept. You know, if you want to have better relationships, if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be healthy, those are concepts and ideas. And in order to get them, you've got to be that. You've got to embody that. And I want to share this story with you. had a very profound impact on my life, and I still think about it all the time because it relates so much to what we're talking about on the podcast. <clears throat> 
So years ago, I studied Aikido, and Aikido is the Japanese martial art. It is based in uh, creating harmony with all energy, right? Everything is energy, and it's essentially harmonizing energy. And when used in a martial arts uh, practice that Morihei Sheba, the founder of Aikido, uh, gave us, we get in relationship with our opponent, and they teach us a lot about ourselves. And we teach them in turn about themselves. That's kind of the basis and the foundation of martial arts in general. But the sensei, and my sensei was Alejandro Anastasio, who I've had on the show a number of times, incredible individual, and an amazing person who talks about his journey and a bunch of stories that that are that are representative of his journey on onehandspeaks.com. You can check out his podcast and his blog there. I highly recommend it. Incredible guy. Anyway, his he was the he was my sensei. Um, not only is he a professional public speaker, but he's also a deep level Aikido practitioner. He's a third degree black belt in addition to other martial arts. The guy's phenomenal. I, I could talk about him all day, but in, in an effort to get on with the show here, he was the sensei. He was my sensei at the dojo, Three Shapes Aikido, and he because how he operates at a deep level all the time, he would bring in high-level practitioners. We're talking about sixth and seventh degree black belts who some of them practiced with Morihei Sheba in Japan when Akito was first you know, started. They were his first students or they were students directly under him. <clears throat> so one weekend, he brought in Robert Nado sensei. And of course, Robert Nado is an you, you could learn so much from him. I could go on and on about him as well. Deep level practitioner, Aikido practitioner. And Robert Nado Sensei, in addition to being uh, having the technique on point and being a, a, an awesome practitioner, he is very well schooled in the energy side of Aikido, right? And this is what, what we're talking about here. This is turning thoughts into things. And so he did this exercise, and I still remember it to this day. He had uh, one of the students lie down on the mat, and another student, you know, pull them around a little bit on the mat just with one arm, pull them around, drag them a little bit. And then he had the student that was lying down go through this practice of imagining herself being a deep, cool lake. Very cold, very heavy, very deep. High mountain lake, deep, cold, and heavy. And then he had the other student do the same thing, pull her around a little bit. And you know what? This it, One, we saw it. All of the students saw there was a difference in her, in her body. There was a difference in her physical makeup because of thinking of that deep, cool lake. <clears throat> and the student that was pulling her noticed a difference too. She was harder to pull. It didn't come as easy. In fact, there was serious resistance there. All because that student that was lying down was thinking of herself as being something else. And when you and when you do that, your your body composition will change, right? That's what we're talking about when we're talking about turning thoughts into things. And it's very powerful stuff. <clears throat> Now, let's talk about how you can do that in your own life. And I like to look at the big three. And these are the th big three that I talk about in my book, Just Be It, The Secret to Having What You Want in Life. And that is love, money, and health, right? Typically, most people want those things, relationships, uh, wealth, and health, and longevity. So if you look at it in that sense, if you say, I'm going to be wealthy, or I'm going to be attractive, or be uh, in a relationship, have those qualities or be healthy. 
you're embodying that idea and you're no longer approaching it from something that you don't have or something that you are not. And if you spend a few moments every morning and just think about what it is to be that, right? When you talk, when we look at the example of the lake, how would it feel if you were a, a deep, cool, high mountain lake? How heavy would you feel? How would your body change? And you're just thinking about that. And remember, whatever we hold in consciousness is going to be expressed, right? What you impress upon your consciousness, you're going to express in your body, in your mindset, in your day-to-day actions, and ultimately things are going to gravitate to you and you're going to create experiences that are matched to that. It's very powerful stuff. And that's why I wanted to give you this profound example that made a big impact on my life. And I think it will do the same for you. But again, think of the thing that you want to have and say to yourself, hey, I am going to be that thing now. I'm going to embody the qualities, characteristics, and attributes of it. I'm going to let it wash over my consciousness. I'm going to impress it upon my consciousness. And then it will be expressed in my actions and what I think, say, and do. Very, very powerful stuff. Because this is ultimately what we're doing. This is what we're doing when we're translating thoughts to things. And whatever you want in life, I don't care what it is, it's an idea and it's a concept. And the more you can embody that idea and concept, the faster you're going to get to having that or to actually realizing it in the real world. But everything starts in consciousness, doesn't it? So knowing how to do that and knowing the process that 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 is required is really powerful stuff because most of the time we start from a place of not having the thing we want or not getting there. And it's easy to slip into that. I find myself doing that on occasion, even though I, I know that we're not supposed to do that, right? But it's easy to slip back into that because we... I like to look at it this way. Our our behavioral patterns and our thinking patterns and the way we identify ourselves and our self-concept is a very deep groove cut into our consciousness, into our psyche. And as such, we have a tendency to naturally gravitate back toward that groove over and over again. And that's why people create the same experiences over and over again, because They're behaving the same way. They're thinking the same way. Their story is the same. They're not changing anything about the core component. They may change a little bit of behavior here and there or put up a vision board, and, and that's somewhat beneficial. But if you don't change the way you think about yourself and your story and who you are, what you are, on a consistent basis, it nothing really ever changes. Now, to that point... Once you do start a practice like what we're talking about here and do it on a consistent basis, it has to be done repetitively over time in order to fundamentally change the program or the story that you have been telling yourself for years and years. What typically happens, and this is one thing we want to really avoid, is that we start a program like this within a few days or a week or two, you get some results. Your life starts shifting, things start moving, people start coming in, opportunities, And then you stop doing the practice. Well, guess what happens? You revert back to where you were prior because what groove is deeper, right? The groove you've been cutting for 20 years or the groove you just cut for two weeks, right? It's almost not even a comparison. You've got to cut, keep cutting that groove over and over and over again till it becomes deeper than the groove that you've been cutting for 20 years. This is the same thing you know, we talk about when we go into the gym or eating healthy, going to the gym one day, two days, two weeks, isn't going to get the job done. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. But over time, 
it's not going to overpower the 10, 15, 20 years that you have been living or the way you've been living, right? It's a consistent practice day in, day out. Not, you know, whether we're talking about consciousness, developing consciousness, uh, developing your self-concept, or whether we're talking about developing a body, right? Or a healthy diet. So all of this stuff is the same, but we human beings have this tendency to, once we start getting some results, to stop. It happens in meditation. It happens in working out at the gym. It happens in relationships, right? We get the relationship we want and we stop doing the things that caused us to get that relationship in the first place. So it's really powerful stuff and something that I think will be great, will be of great benefit to you on your journey through life. So that is, that is how you turn thoughts to things that is embodying the idea of the thing you want to be, do, and have right from the get-go before you have it. Think of yourself in that way. Tell yourself a new story and show up at life doing that every single day, that practice. It's got to be that consistent application in order to get the results that you want. So I hope that's been beneficial. And that is, uh, that's the podcast, turning thoughts into things, embodying the qualities, characteristics, and attributes of the thing you want to be, do, and have. So like I said at the beginning of the show, if you haven't picked up Renew, You can do that at my website, gmarkphillips.com, and you'll also get 21 ways to radically enhance the human experience. Both of them come in the same email that you'll get from my MailChimp account if you sign up for my uh, mailing list. And until next time, I certainly wish you all the best. I thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you later. All the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.